Hi, it's Rachel Fisher from the Hollywood Crime Scene Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about Shudder. Shudder is the ultimate streaming service for fans of horror, thrillers, and the supernatural. Shudder offers an unbeatable selection from Hollywood favorites like Halloween and cult classics like one of my personal favorites, Chopping Mall, to original series like Creepshow and The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Check out critically acclaimed new genre films that you won't find anywhere else, all uncut and commercial-free. If you're a horror fan like me or just looking for new content to stream, Shudder is a must-have subscription. Sign up and subscribe to Shudder. Hey, y'all. Hey. That was a little upbeat. Hey. <laughs> it's 1 on 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> my computer's at 112. We're delusional. Your computer's wrong as hell, Mike. What you mean? <coughs> you okay? What you, what you mean is wrong? It's 112. So this is... We planned with the idea of giving y'all another Memory Lane episode, but <laughs> this may be your last... <laughs> this last Memory Lane episode. Memory Lane episode before we come back on sunday with a new episode y'all and y'all don't talk about it because you're gonna beef it up okay that's fair and they're gonna be like oh these niggas just poor like that ain't <laughs> <laughs> so you just want we're gonna, we gonna just drop it we're gonna yes. just treat it like lemonade it's just gonna happen yeah so y'all get it on the third okay we've already had the production meeting though but anyway this is episode 35 memory lane jealous much and I chose this episode one because it was a good one. Um, y'all loved it, and all our episodes are good. I mean, it was a popular one when we dropped it. it all was our episode episodes are popular 19. when we drop them. Can you stop? Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, doing that to me. Yes, ma'am. I apologize. And new year, new me. Our cousin like brought up us doing one, another one for when Drew gets here because things Talking will change. About the jealousy. dynamics of jealousy yeah. between us and a baby our family yeah and like how that may impact yeah. us and all that so it, it might um so it's just on my mind and i was on it's a good episode and what nothing i thought i was stepping on group that was your foot okay. yeah and um yeah so we're back on the third y'all with a new episode back to the same business and you can expect your regular, your regularly programmed foolishness. What is? Yeah. How do we refer to it? It's very reminiscent of our first five episodes. I At think so. First At least the production meeting was. We just cackled the whole way through. Like, yeah. Good time. We can't wait to tell y'all. So anyway, I can wait. Like the past memory lane episodes, we do have an intro for this before oh, yeah. we Let's, get okay. into it. Yeah. And we recently watched the Fire Festival festival documentary the greatest party that never happened on netflix we haven't seen the hulu one yet no we saw the netflix one twice one with y'all if y'all followed us on instagram and mm-hmm. then the next day i watched the first part because i missed it and then ended up watching the rest of the thing to get all over again it is the greatest piece of cinematic genius of our generation I mean, it was really nice to feel normal to watch <laughs> tv together it was to cry laughing I mean, it wasn't funny. It was incredibly, like, fucked up. It was painful. But it was, oh, man, it was a good. But Netflix did good. It was a good watch. It was a good documentary. Anybody out there who has not watched it, the entire first five minutes of what we are recording right now is only talking about that. And I don't want to spoil it for you. So please go watch it. Yeah. But we about to talk about this shit. So we're going to just say really briefly three things we took from the documentary. And then we're going to start this episode for y'all. This old episode. Now, some of these things we kind of have a difference in opinion on but we'll talk about that for half a second too yeah go ahead baby so number one billy's evil billy mcfarland (laughs) is the person who william mcfarland okay fire what's his fucking name anyway yeah it's will but he goes by billy um he's the he was creator of the like he owns like the fire company it was his idea to do the fire festival and my consensus from the moment it started Mm mm-hmm to the end was he is a evil person and mine was he is an absolute genius not even a genius Mike, like he he's he, an evil he's genius. the einstein of yeah evil genius we can go with that that's perfectly fine at the end of this you're gonna be like damn i want to be like billy you're gonna no, wish you don't. that you yo i wish i had billy's confidence his billy's his ability ignorance to completely like, lack compassion and, and you talking empathy. about the back end. I'm talking oh, about the, the beginning. Front. Billy the entrepreneur Mike is an evil genius. And he hurt a lot of people. He fucked up a lot of people. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, this nigga is evil. It's like watching both sides of Kanye. 
My <laughs> He started off really great. And then he still hold like he used his his genius status to start something else and he really thought that was gonna carry him through to the end. And uh now you just look at him like something's wrong with him. So I like Billy. I no you didn't. Did you really In like the beginning him? I did. Did you? He just got a different level of privilege that we'll never understand. It was it was just really he was horrible. So watch the watch the documentary, y'all, and you give us your input. The Number second two, point. My point. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to get an Andy. So an Andy was was he the what was he the? I don't fucking Andy was like Andy's, he was supposed to be basically like the Billy Whisperer. He was called in for no particular like um, position, but to like be like a voice of reason or somebody that would lend Billy his ear. Like when he needed help. Yeah. Essentially a consultant. But like he wasn't paid. He wasn't, I don't think right. so. Um, Andy, you may have seen some memes of a guy and some water. Evian. Evian, right? <laughs> and how you pronounce so. it? And we don't drink that water. <laughs> um, so part of this is what was shared in the story we put on Instagram. But Andy was really out here about to take one for the team, y'all. And everybody needs somebody that's down for them. Like, like that, is, but I don't know if that's healthy. Like I, oh, like I, I don't all. think that it was healthy that he was willing to do that, and that Billy knew that. And you, oh, there were so many problems with like, uh, all of this. Like I think that's also like illegal in a lot of ways. Probably a form of sexual harassment. Like hey, it's a form of bribery, bribery, and like her, like. It's a and it was a government official, wasn't it? It was a customs dude. Yes, yeah. like you know, like I feel like there's something also like illegal and very wrong there. Which but it's also back kind of fucked up to ask your gay friend like, hey, suck can you go take care of this for us? Because yeah. we need you to take one for the team. That's and he different. was, but Mikey <laughs> believes that everyone should get you an Andy. And yeah, <laughs> number three, <sighs> these jobs ain't loyal, y'all. They're not. We are not doing this in 2019. So what do you we mean ain't by doing that? free labor. We ain't doing these bosses lying to us, paying us That's for shit. Okay, so in the documentary specifically, yes. Andy ended up basically fucking over all his employees. No, Billy. Billy ended mm-hmm. up fucking over all his employees. Um, and they all had to be fired, but they couldn't be fired. And he wasn't going to lay them off so that they could get benefits. Because he couldn't afford to give benefits. So basically he told them, hey, your job no longer exists. But I'm and not there firing won't be you. any payroll, but I'm not firing you. Do with that what you will. Which means I have to quit because I'm not getting paid, but I also will never get severance. I can't apply for unemployment benefits. Because you quit. Because you quit. Mm-hmm. Instead of just laying me off, which is what an employee said. So, like, instead of laying us off mm. so we can get benefits. He just you said won't. the job ain't paying no more. It's un- It's officially, like, not a job anymore. <laughs> and... Y'all, like we see that with this government shutdown, people yeah. being forced to come in to work for 35 days without pay. Mm-hmm. These jobs, like they do not care. We got to get our own shit. You do. Because things like this will happen. And you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And more recently, like the government has reopened. But now everybody know they got a three week deadline until the next fuck up. Like, right. There's no, there are no guarantees in this shit, y'all. Nope. And you we have to take get care yours. of ourselves. You really do. Because these jobs and Billy, they're going to take care of themselves. (laughs) So It's mad Billy's out there. Yeah. Oh, it's so many. Billy ain't the only Billy. That's another reason why I laugh at this shit. Like, we everybody probably worked for somebody Billy. I did. My former boss is one. She was a Billy? Mm Mm-hmm. I could see that. She was. Damn, was my former? Let me not say nothing. They may work. You work with a lot of Billy's. Currently. Yeah. And your last job. And previously. And the last job. There's a pattern yeah. that we about to break. We breaking generational professional curses in 2019. That's what's up. Hashtag no billies. Um, but yeah. So y'all, we really do recommend the documentary. We wanted to talk about it briefly before this. All right. Any single people episode? out there, you looking for something to watch that's going to entertain you, watch this damn documentary. I'm yeah. not playing. We have seen people, a Hulu one. And a couple, if you are in a relationship right now, you listen to this, married, I don't give a fuck. Like, Watch this documentary. Y'all will laugh together. You will be shocked together. You will cry together from it was, tears. It was, it, it was everything. It had everything. It had and everything. I, I just feel really bad for the people who were negatively impacted by. Let's be specific. I feel bad for the employees and the who are negatively impacted, and the yeah, the, uh, the people in the Bahamas who 
were natives there who were affected by this. I do not feel bad for any of the concert goers. I'm just not that guy. Um, cause if you had tens of thousands to spend on this, sh- 800,000. <laughs> I mean, as an add a point, Ja Rule is also like a toad. Man, look, I can't. Ain't nothing wrong with Ja. Jeffrey Atkins. Ain't never did name? nothing to nobody. Yes. 50 Cent told you his name a long time ago. 50 Cent told us a lot. But anyway, <laughs> that is our intro, y'all. We hope that you enjoy this Memory Lane episode. We will see y'all again on Sunday. New episode Sunday. With new content and a lot more to say. <sighs> it's going to be a good one. <sighs> it's going to be something. All right, y'all. See Let's get later. into this episode. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach a mother father how to reach the Hey. Hey. Welcome to episode 19. Yes. Jealous much? Jealous much. This should be an interesting conversation. The wife decided she wanted to share time. <laughs> that she and she alone was jealous. And, uh, That's not true. Because I don't get jealous, you know. Oh. I'm a man. We had a really interesting production meeting <laughs> about this episode, and I hope that it translates. It Yeah, it'll do something. Over, yeah. <laughs> but before we get into it, um, Randy is going to share some listener feedback that we got. Yeah. And, of course, a new voicemail, because y'all have actually been using it. And we love some of the things we've been hearing. Yep. So... We got this listener feedback through our contact form on our website. Someone actually went to the website, y'all. And filled out the form? And sent us an email through the contact form. Oh. Because we have that. So we have white listeners. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I can't stand you. Um, so her name is Bianca. Oh, no, okay. No, never mind. She said she found us on iTunes. And she said, I just discovered your podcast last week. But I've already gotten through several episodes and love it. From the first listen, I could tell that you two were awesome. And now that I'm on the site, I see why. We're all we're all from Atlanta. My hey. husband and I grew up in Jonesboro, now living in Los Angeles. The two of you are very relatable. My husband and I have also been together for 10 years, two of which are married years. I've been on a hard search for finding black married millennials. So it was refreshing to find your podcast. Episode 18 on what we love about marriage was beautiful. Keep up the good work. Hopefully, one day all of us Black Mary Millennials can get together for a big meetup. That's what's up. That's nice. I really appreciate that, Bianca. Thank you. So and after, I, res- I responded back for both of us. That's just what's let up. Her so know you that said we got it. Back? Yeah. Good. Well, that being said, we got to address some things in her message. What? Now, Bianca, it's all love. But um, you said that you were from Atlanta. Mikey. But it said Jonesboro. <laughs> Dark. It's okay. She she from here. She get the joke. <laughs> Jonesboro, my love. Ain't really. <laughs> like dudes from Latonia be like, yeah, I'm from East LA. No. No, 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 no. Mikey. Y'all, Mikey no. has some prejudice against I look against. If you ain't really grow up where I'm from, you don't get to claim Atlanta if you from <laughs> That's not how I, it's, it's cool though. It's not you though, Bianca. I appreciate you <laughs> for listening. I really <laughs> thank you so much. I'd like to meet them. Yeah, we should have a meetup, but we not we not special enough. We probably have. We're us gonna and have our a meetup, but we want it to be more than three people that meet. Right. So as we grow, we will have a meetup, and you'll be one of the first ones there. So without any further ado, we do have a Let's go ahead and get to this voicemail. We hope you enjoy. Hey, Mikey and Randy, this is Jill, Mikey's sister. So in a nutshell, what I had to unlearn about marriage is the um, the whole wife has to cook, you have to clean, you have to be home, why aren't you having babies, how old are you right now, you should have a kid. I'm just glad that we just did away with all of those, that old way of thinking of what marriage is supposed to be, this whole cookie cutter thing, and I'm just glad that we did away with that and we chose to make it our own. I'm never home to cook. I'm busy as hell. Like, I got a promotion at work, so I'm always at work till, like, 7 o'clock sometimes. I'm never home to cook. I'm never home to clean. Right now, my laundry basket is overflowing all over the floor. 
the chair in our room has clothes all over it. I haven't done laundry. I just, I'm just busy. And, you know, at first, Dwight used to be upset, but now he understands, like, at this point in my life, I'm super career-driven. I'm just focused. Sometimes I feel bad, like, D'Angelo, you're being a bad wife. The bed isn't made up. You have clothes everywhere. You're not washing the dishes. I would put two plates in the dishwasher. <laughs> I'm just always on the go, 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 go. So I'm just happy, you know, that this conversation is being had. I love you guys' podcast. I listen to it all the time. If I forget, if I forget something, I go back and I listen to it again. Love you guys. Bye, bye, bye. I don't want this thing to cut me off again. Hey. Hey, y'all. That was my big sis. Thank you, Jill. I love Jill. Jill, you give some of the best feedback. You really do. We was cracking up at you. <laughs> First thing, what are we addressing? One, thanks. Yeah, thank you for leaving the message. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, about one of our episodes. And also, we get it. I definitely get it. Mikey. <laughs> Bef- before we jump into that, <laughs> congratulations on the promotion, yes. sis. You just kind of skimmed over that. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Good work. And I guess it makes the rest of the stuff make sense. Yeah. I mean, of course you don't have time. Man, look. Marriage, like life, is messy. Mm-hmm. And your marriage and your life and your home will reflect what's going on and those other <laughs> things. Man, look, I'm looking at a pile of clothes right now that we were supposed to donate. We were. Oh, I'm looking Lord. at clothes. Just, it, it's okay. Wait, don't give that dress away, though. Why is Randy. that in here? Okay, okay. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Two, what else do we want to address from that? Um, Old-fashioned thinking. Man, all right, we're West Indian. Uh, yeah. It's that's, that's a way being raised the culture the people were around they just think of things like how they thought of things back home and growing up how they grew up your marriage is not gonna reflect how shit was 50 years ago it just won't and then they weren't even happy i saw this tweet and it was like you find out all these years later that your parents your grandparents like girl don't do it i was (laughs) miserable for 25 years i'm serious so you're choosing not to be miserable and i'm happy that dwight is understanding yeah and like y'all are like doing it Doing because what you, you want need in your help. marriage. Yeah, your marriage is a partnership. Yeah. It is. And your partner got to pick up your slack sometimes. It's like you got to do stuff with your partner is in need. Yeah. Sometimes I don't got the energy to do stuff. Randy will jump in there. This sometimes Randy don't have energy to do stuff. I jump in there. But And I really appreciate you. And I love you. <laughs> I'll always jump in there. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, Jill. We really appreciate it. All right. Buddy. All right. Let's get petty. Welcome to episode 19 of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. We are your host. I am Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is Jealous Much. Yep. In this episode, we are going to share a few things. <laughs> That's notes from last time. In this episode... You didn't erase gonna, the notes? Leave me alone. Oh In this episode, we're going to talk about uh, our definition of jealousy. Oh my God. What we think is jealous and what we think about jealousy, like... Some healthy and unhealthy ways people express their jealousy. Yeah. Um, a couple of experiences we had before and after marriage. Yes. And, and yeah. that's about it. <laughs> Let's... This production video, we actually probably should have been recording it. We should have. And that would have been an episode. Oh, but no, nah, it's still fresh. I will have similar responses. Except now I'm on the mic. I have to be a little bit more polished than, uh, than the meeting. Yeah, he went on one of his Mikey lectures. Whenever y'all hear these that. small pauses, just know that it's because Randy is blinking very slowly at I'm me. I'm not. Like she wants to kill me. I'm actually just trying to burp away from the mic. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody tell you to drink ginger ale right now? Um. So, first, before that, though, babe. Yes, before we get into that. Thank you, co-host. You are Because <laughs> this is Mikey's Our episode, love story y'all. will be presented by my love story, Randy. Oh, boy, that's just... You made me corny. You know, you were corny before. I was not. You So <laughs> I, I got this post. <laughs> hey. This, this, that's so funny, this post. I got this love story uh-huh. from Washington Post. Remember okay. the last episode I did my love story and I was like, Mama, tell me about this love story and mm-hmm. she forgot to send it so I found it myself. Yes. I found the wrong love story. She actually sent me the love story she meant. I quit. And... <laughs> I quit. This is Mikey storming out of the studio. <laughs> And so I'm reading Headphones that one now. Off. So that one was actually my love story that I found all I on my you. own. Uh-huh. And this one is the one she actually meant for me. Got you. <sighs> to to read. Wait, was that the one that was like extremely sad? We're going to have to edit so it's much. Okay. It's okay. No, 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 it's good. Come on. I don't, I don't, I think it, yeah, I think it's It was just sad. a normal sad Randy one no, or was it extremely sad Randy It's like, one? 
there's a there's a happy ending. Oh well, let's hear it. They died in their sleep instead of in plane crashes or fires. So or... the Washington Post got you titled this this love story as two memories wrote bestsellers about their final days. Then their spouses fell in love. Hmm. So Paul Kalanithi, I really hope I said his name right, but um, probably not. I hope I didn't butcher it. I tried to watch some videos to see how he pronounces it, but he never actually said his name in any of them, you know. Because why would he? Why would he say his name? Why would he? So he wrote about his final days when he faced lung cancer at 37 in his book, When Breath Becomes Air. It was published in 2016 after his death and was commercially successful and was critically acclaimed. Nina Riggs also wrote a memoir at 39 as she faced breast cancer, and it was published in 2017 after her death and also met the same success as Paul's. So he passed what year? 2016. And she passed well, she 2017. Pa- well, the books were published after they died. I don't know what gotcha, year. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe it was the same. So the two books were mentioned multiple times together in reviews and conversations because they were essentially like, you know, Similar. the same. Yeah. Um, and then the author's spouses ended up together. So Lucy Kalanithi said, I'm still surprised by how ridiculous it is and how natural it is at the same time. John, who was Nina's husband, agreed and said everything seemed almost bizarrely to fit. It was kind of stunning. So the story goes like this. In her final days, Nina was worried about how her husband would be after she died. And so she told him to reach out to Lucy, the wife of the members who died of lung cancer, because she wouldn't know what to do. Because she also had to deal with the author. Gotcha. Yes. So actually, Lucy and Nina had actually become friends after Lucy reached out to Nina after she wrote this whole separate piece for the New York Times. And so after his wife's death, he was a wreck. So he took her advice because he didn't know what else to do. He was a wreck? A wreck. Like he was, you know, really down. Gotcha. Mom, you got your barking from group. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, just let's get going. Okay. So he took her advice and wrote to Lucy and asked her, in her words, obscenely vulnerable questions. Like, how do I write a eulogy? How do I sleep through the night? How do I not go insane? Lucy wrote back and told him to start with the eulogy and take a chill pill about the rest. Mm. <laughs> Over the next few months, he said Lucy became John's lifeline. His lifeline. And Lucy said he helped her realize how far she had come in the two years since her husband's death. They emailed a lot, flirted. They gossiped about the private Facebook group called Hot Young Widows Club. What? They also shared. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that like, did you Facebook. look it up? No, I mean, it's private. I wouldn't want to do that and speak a bad omen over my life. And then tomorrow you're dead. Got you. So they also shared poetry. At the time, they never spoken and had an email only rule. Seeing each other was intense. Seeing each other finally was intense. There were two dinner dates and a lot of chemistry. Their relationship blossomed, but was a secret, except from John's two children, who are 10 and 8, and Lucy's three-year-old daughter. Hmm. Nina's publisher later arranged a dual publicity tour for the books for both of them to go on. And they were nervous about it, but it's going to be fine. They have a long-distance relationship. I don't know where Lucy lives, but I know that John lives in California. Like, they presently have a long-distance relationship. Yes, well, when this article was published. Got you. Lucy and John both recognize the lingering pain and challenges they face. John says, I plan to spend my entire life with Nina. I was 100% happy doing that. Having a second relationship is a tragedy, but he's grateful for Lucy. And happy his wife, more or less, set them up. (laughs) And so, their families all know now about it. Okay. They are currently looking for a place to stay in the middle of the states they live in that are perfect for the kids and they both still wear their own wedding rings and you know they're just grieving it out together that's different but while mama did send this love story and it's a good one i thought it matched it like matched the theme of our production meeting in what way well when we get into it i'll talk about how it matched the theme of our production meeting that was a good story you you seem to have this theme of stories that Involves somebody dying and then falling in love again. Well, the only reason that this is a theme for me is because I thought I had read the love story Mama told me to in the first place. <laughs> I would have never I'm read saying, like, that. This one. ain't the first story or it's second, second one or third when it's you mentioned somebody one. dying first and then finding love. I'm just saying you trying to kill the, me what, off. What was the three, babe? Uh, the airplane people. They didn't find love. 
Oh, they were in love before they died. Yes. Okay. Death and love are general themes. That's why it's a love story. You know what? That's all right. That's a good topic. story. Thank you. I liked it. I did too. It was actually a really long article. That's really weird. And I had to paraphrase. You but did good though. Thank you. I liked it. Hmm. All right. Thank you. Love after death. Yeah. You think you'll love somebody after me? Babe, we are dying together. You think I'm playing. Right. You think I'm crazy. Go with that crazy shit. But I'm not playing. Um, yeah, all right. Well, let's get into <laughs> let's get into our main topic. Okay. Jealousy. Yep. Good old fashioned, unhealthy ass jealousy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. All right. So share, Randy. What is jealousy to you? I really wish I would have looked this up. I, don't, I guess jealousy is being, um, I don't know, affected by, <laughs> I don't know. Being negatively affected by something on an yeah, emotional Yeah, negatively level? affected, thank you, by, gotcha. by your partner, okay. your spouse, or your person on a emotional level. In terms of relationship. Yes, when it concerns relationships. Gotcha. Or anybody, you can be jealous of your friend. Like, like Carmen thinks she got other best friends, but she really don't. <laughs> but... You know, I love it when you take when the time concerns, to show people how nuts you are. <laughs> when it concerns how they may interact with other people. Okay. So a negative reaction, negative emotional reaction to your partner, spouse, person, when it con- like when it concerns how they interact with other people. I would say the same thing, except I would add unhealthy in there somewhere. An unhealthy negative reaction to yes, that's probably what... irrational. Yes. And um, yeah. Mainly irrational. <laughs> so so that's our definition. Yes. Please share with y'all definitions of jealousy are before we get into this. Um, a little bit of backstory. So we were thinking of topics. To talk about and like how couples, like what are couples affected by? What are we affected by? And jealousy is on the list of things that couples go through. Right. In relationships. Now, how long have you been together already? Ten years. Ten wonderfully long years. Yes. So naturally, there's some moments of like jealousy sprinkled in there, right? Yeah. Good. Let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> what do we think about jealousy? Um, well, I think that my personal opinion is I think that people normalize jealousy like, oh, if you're jealous, that means you really love this person. I think that's whack. Or that you care. Yeah. It's like I hit you. I beat you because I love you. Yeah, like, that's in school, toxic. When you used to get your hair pulled by the nigga that was crazy. And it's like, oh, he got a crush on you. Why don't he just say that? Why he got a touch on me? And like, Because one of the things about jealousy is that you struggle to communicate when you're in that space. This is true. But it still doesn't mean that, that I love you. That should on you. Right. Or that you love somebody. There are other ways to be like, you know what? I love you. Do you Instead think of, that you only feel jealousy for someone that you'd love? Yeah. Because like if it's nobody you love or like, then you don't really like what you, well, no. Hmm. No. You jealous of people you don't like or love? Or no. Maybe that. Yeah. So like I like them, but I don't really know them. Interesting. Know? So give me an example. What about of- you, babe? <laughs> What, me? What yeah, I think, what do you think about, about it? The I think a little bit of jealousy is healthy. Why? I think that from time to time it shows that you like care. That That's don't like, make no sense. It, it makes sense from the standpoint that. You did not say this in a production meeting. I didn't, but I'm thinking about it right now. A little bit of jealousy. What does that mean? It means you still have some type of like, you still care a little bit. You can't care without jealousy? You can, but you also can if there is some. For instance, oh God. If we in a grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how the old ladies at the register love me. <laughs> yes. If it didn't bother you at all that they was like hitting on me, you know, I feel some type of way. Like, but you're not don't. afraid these old ladies going to take me? Maybe they swiped that Kroger Plus card twice. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they want to play with you. <laughs> they want to tell you you cute. They can tell you you cute. That's fair. And you just going to be mad at me about it later? Babe, when have I ever been mad at you about some Kroger, some, somebody that's older than that's us? True. That's because you're not jealous of anybody around me. That's not true. Huh. Well, give me an example of... Dude. <laughs> I honestly, I don't see anything wrong with it if it's displayed a certain way. Like, okay. If, it, like, jealousy to the level of, like, harming somebody is a little different. Like, you spend too much time with your coworker, so now I'm, like, texting and threatening them. Or, like, flattening tires or... That's abuse. That's Yeah, like, that's that's extreme. But, like, uh, like why like, like, wanting you to, like, do stuff for me that you do for other people. Which is what we're going to talk about in a second. Like, why? Like, small jealousy. All right, let's just get into it. <laughs> There's a spectrum of jealousy is what you're I saying. Think, yes. And you're saying that the lower end of the spectrum is not a problem. I am saying that, yes. And I'm saying the lower end of the spectrum, or even the spectrum, is 
like it what it's what happens but yeah. i don't always agree with the fact that people normalize it to be like oh that that means you care so you don't think a little bit of jealousy is normal no, I do. I think it's normal, but I don't think that means you should be like, just because you can be normal, I mean, can be jealous, I mean, you should. Yes. It's where I'm coming So from. I think things higher on the spectrum, which is what you sound like you're saying, are bad and should not be made to seem yeah. like they are not bad. Because that, that's towards like the irrational level. Or it may be some insecurity that you need to talk about, which we also talk about. Yeah, but you know, counseling. You know, everybody not there, and we don't. We we have yet to do couples counseling since premarital counseling. So that's like, we're perfect. That's not true at all. <laughs> we just haven't prioritized <laughs> preventative measures. Oh, this shit cost. Anyway, all right. <sighs> our experience of jealousy before marriage. Yeah, so that's why I brought up my love story being part of the theme. Okay. Because I am convinced, and I brought this up at the production meeting, mm-hmm. that when I die, if I die before Mikey and we are still in our prime okay. and in like marriageable years uh-huh. where people will still want us, you would end up with a mutual friend <laughs> quick, fast, and in a hurry. And you think it's funny. I think that's crazy. Why do you think it's crazy? Because she don't want me. You don't know that. <laughs> I do know that. You don't. I do. Don't Y'all have really you. great chemistry. And I love it too. Okay. But still, I think as soon as I go, you take that life insurance policy and go and have another <laughs> wedding. And see, this is before marriage. That's how I always felt. I was like, I'll, he just need me out the picture. And he just need me out I'm the picture. And this is where he will move. Got you. But Mikey had a counter during a production meeting. So you are, so you, this is an example of jealousy towards that person. Before, yeah. Before, okay. only because of y'all relationship, it's really nice. Like y'all, like, y'all, y'all look cool together. Okay, so that's and you just look like everybody's always surprised that Mike ended up with me anyway. Not just because of who he was, but mainly because I'm dark skin. <laughs> I love um, dark skin, and we, I I know that. But yeah. Mikey looks like the type of dude to end up with a brown girl. I like them too. Girl, I love them too. I know you do. You <laughs> nut. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Oh, that's your wife." We thought she'd be lighter. We thought she'd be, and this person is who he would end up with if he was in alternate universe. That's true. It's true. Yeah, that's true. But that's alternate universe. We speaking right now. <sighs> and I think to be jealous of a hypothetical is insane. That's why I said it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> So why? What made you jealous of this person, or what made you feel this? Like think I told you, just seeing y'all together when we were younger and being like, oh, like it looked like how we looked together, not just like in terms of like being cute together, but just like just the closeness. You seem to really vibe naturally, like how we do. I feel like. And Those are the things that evoke jealousy in you. Like yes. seeing me close with someone else. In the way that I feel like mirrors how we are. So why you get, uh, you turned up on me earlier when we was talking about it. Because that's exactly what I was saying. But that didn't make no sense. All right. But we, we have not a friend. Done. What, what was your counter though? Are you going to tell everybody what you said in the production meeting? Oh. Because this ties into the right. theme about the love story. I think that it's it's interesting to like have these, these thoughts and opinions of what it could be like. But what it is, is people have seen me loving you the way I love you for years. And that's going to be something that's very hard to live up to after you're gone. Now, the story you just said earlier about the two people that lost somebody and they still have their rings from the other person. Yeah. Like, that's that's something that they're going to live with forever. And there's a level of closeness that the two of them will never reach just because they're not the original person that they fell in love with. Even if somebody was to come after you, I'm not going to tell them shit. Mike. I ain't bonding with nobody after you. You can't revert. Why the fuck not? Mike. I'm not about to get close again. You know how long it took me to get there with you? I know. And even though I'm a much more mature person now and I'm better at expressing myself, like, I don't want to talk about my past and the hurtful experiences that my mom, you know, like, like, I don't want to talk about, like, how my dad leaving affected me. And no, it'll be surface level conversations and sex. That's it. (laughs) That's that's it. I can't stand it. I'm serious. How was your day? All right. Bend over. Mikey. And that's it. Well, not with this person. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So when so that we were was younger. That, yeah, that, that was my one instance of being consistently, like, jealous. And I didn't really have a, like, I didn't really, like, you, like we talked about, it's not rash. I didn't really have a reason. I really liked her, too. That's fair. Um, we were really close. And still do. Yeah. Like, it's not like, you know, but, but you know, still. You think that's who I would have married if I ain't marry you? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
I do. I do. And you already admitted that. In <laughs> I wonder if she's going to hear this. Yeah, I just saw her recently. I know. This is funny. All right. <laughs> when we were younger, we had a friend, and I'm going to mention him because he'll be all right. <laughs> Jeff. We still have this friend. Yeah. We talk about Jeff him all the time. Jeff was. My groomsman at my wedding. Jeff uh-huh. is somebody who I was very, very close to. Um, I was jealous of y'all relationship. <sighs> I was like, why do you have another friend that you got to go talk to somewhere? What? Normally, we the ones that like dip off and like go speak somewhere. What y'all got to talk about that you can't talk about with me and only me? Why must you converse with another man? <sighs> Ever. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Y'all, Jeff is about as gay as... <laughs> He is engaged. He, is. he was bi at that time. <laughs> and you know, you love bi twos. It's, like, it's a lot of, I don't know where y'all might have took it. If that was exciting you, if the prospect of having that situation was like. I cannot. You can't tell me it wasn't a thought. I anyway, quit. I was like, no, nah, I can't do I'm that for you. my headphones off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go there for you, no matter how much I love you. It's not going to be me, you, and another dude. But. He might could provide that. And anyway, <sighs> I love him. I just didn't like the fact that you were also close to somebody else. Like, well, I'm supposed you to be your it? only friend. And I didn't go over how I got over mine. How'd you I get mean, over that? I got over it by, like, just accepting the fact that there's stuff that I have that you don't have with anybody else. Like, you don't have the same conversation with your girlfriend that you do with me. They don't do the stuff to you that I do to you. <sighs> and, like, you just got to, like, look at your position. <clears throat> like, in the hierarchy of your life, I'm at the top. I don't give a fuck. That's where I stand. That's my spot. Forever. Yeah. And vice versa. And you should be able to have friends. I should. Plus, I love him also. I, I love all your friends also. So, like, there's no need to be jealous. It really is. And now, I just be wanting you to, you know, have space. And go hang. <laughs> so. Yeah. Because he be sick of me, y'all. He How did you get over it? Did you get over it? I did. I ah. just know my truth. I know that. <laughs> I, I know my I truth. I accepted that. Oh, my God. If I die That's crazy. before you. I know my truth. You bring it back. I know my truth. <laughs> Right. If I die before you, that's what's gonna happen. I just accepted it. I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, let me take this time I got with him. Now. <laughs> we gonna talk to her. <laughs> take this time, but no, I just, I just realized it was freaking crazy. Like mm-hmm. it was crazy. Like yeah, I you just, are. and that maybe I'm a little crazy, but also you know, just I don't know. I just don't think that people like one. We don't belong to each other. Like we do, but we don't. You know, I don't own you. You don't yeah, own you me. Do. I trust you, you know, and I do. I sleep really well. I trust you in my life, you know. All day. And I don't got nothing to worry about. I just realized that I didn't have nothing to worry about. And also that if you, if I were to die, then that's okay. It's okay. So once you've <laughs> no, matured to that point. I'm only giving you permission to marry a man, you know. No. And okay. she's not a man. So there you go. Right. I can't even marry her. But you would. I'm not marrying anybody after you. Okay. In the hypothetical world that you pass first, I'm not getting married again. We've talked about this. And anybody people out there, change if you can understand minds. where Look I'm coming from. we just no, talked no, no, about. No, 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 people no. change. Me and whoever will live in sin. <laughs> oh I, we we gonna, we'll raise whatever family exists. But ain't no ain't no ceremony. Ain't no courthouse. Ain't, no, we're saving all the money. <sighs> Look, you're already making better decisions with this person. <laughs> <laughs> you already evolving. I'm tired. <laughs> you already <laughs> Look, I know my truth. <laughs> All right. So, so you've matured and you've accepted that at me. We've both matured and accepted that. Like, I don't know. There's no reason to be jealous ultimately right. because of the, the position we hold right. with each other. Has there been any instance of jealousy in marriage? Well, I wouldn't say I've been jealous in marriage. I've definitely been triggered, though. Ooh, triggered. Triggered. We use that word a lot in this house. We do. Because we're always triggered. We're just triggered, traumatized individuals. Trying <laughs> we are to make trauma it work. informed. Trying to make it work. What triggered you? Um. So as y'all heard, episode two, Mikey used to be out here. Put me through. Put me through the ringer, y'all. I did not put you through it until he had his four forty four moment at the tender age of twenty two, which is half the time it took Jigga. Twenty three, and <laughs> <laughs> it's a special place in hell. People and like you, good. So part of the non-negotiables, like y'all heard, involve, you know, no financial cheating, no gift giving or taking. I, okay. And Mikey would come home all of a sudden with these new accessories on his wrist. All right, hold up. Before we get to that, by gift giving and taking, what type of gifts would you say I was Anything from before? a woman. Like, what was what was it? He got pre-brought home some lighters. 
I used to collect lighters. In co- nigga, I, don't lie. I did. You collected lighters yeah, until I collected this chick two lighters. That X. I have. That X. Before that. Anyway, okay, continue. Jay-Z concert tickets. He went to the concert, uh-huh. y'all. We was in college. What you else? went. I got stuff. Gifts. Papa got swag. And I said, <laughs> stop bringing that shit around me. Yes. That was a non-negotiable. It was. We got married. What, Mikey? What the first thing he do? What did I do? He bring that shit around me. What? Where you get this bracelet from? I, now, I took and take our non-negotiables very seriously. Mm. In this instance, I had a friend who was a full-blown lesbian. Yes, but still. Complete lesbian. I don't. Like, the most lesbian is really of lesbians, was. lesbian. Like, can't get more, more lesbian. And we were close. Yes. We were friends. Yeah. And I thought it was perfect. No. Because ain't nothing happening here at all, ever. I don't care. <laughs> She's still a woman. So she had and this bracelet. And I made bracelet, it very clear. And I took the bracelet because I liked the bracelet. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep this now. And you gave it back. Yeah. Because you so weren't comfortable said. with it. Because we already talked about so trigger that was a trigger. What was yes. another trigger? What's another trigger? I said maybe in the production meeting. That's a good question. <sighs> oh, Mikey be thinking about his female friends all day, and then be like, <laughs> "I need Out to check context. in on them." Okay. I know my truth. <laughs> I need to check in on them. Oh, all let right. me call them to see. I've been thinking about them all month. Well, if you think about them all month, when are you thinking about me? What you mean? When am I thinking about? When you? are you thinking Who about? Who do I me? come home to? I don't. I think about you all day. Hair. And all of my That's actions, through all of my interactions the entire you, you day. So what I told Randy was, <laughs> I was driving, right? I don't care. And I passed by <sighs> a dairy queen. I'm thinking dairy, milk, queen, woman, woman who's pregnant. Oh, so she, oh shit. I got a friend who's like pregnant who I haven't spoken to a in a queen? while. Wonder what? No, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> See the shit you do? <laughs> Word association. I thought of, oh. There's somebody who I haven't spoken to in a while. Oh, I was thinking about them before. Wonder what they're up I've to. I've been thinking about them off and on for a year. Yeah. Let me talk to them. I don't and that reach triggered out me or because talk I remember to anybody being but a you. freshman in college. Uh-huh. And Mikey called me because he was still dealing with this girl. What was you doing with this girl? Someone in Philly. And you just wanted to go spend a night. You wanted to sleep on the floor. He what asked, you Mikey, you called and said, could you go? Do you just want a road trip? You just want to go? Say, that's your friend. Oh, yeah. That was it. So, yeah. Nigga, I knew all your shit. What you talking about? All I'm thinking about this chicken Philly. I don't even remember this. From 2000. And- this sounds like what a crazy request right here. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit out of this one. I'm going to let Mikey take this one. <laughs> Paul is going to step to the side. <sighs> so I've, I've been triggered. But y'all be very proud of me. I communicated each time. You did. Like, you know what? I don't like it. I don't like it. And I accepted that. Like, all right, cool. But the problem is, y'all, I love all these people. Like, I'm. Yeah. Randy I didn't say I was perfect. <laughs> Randy only wants me to have her. I don't. And my siblings. You be because I'm not going to have sex with them. You begin on my nerves. And I be needing you to, to go out and do stuff. But I can't because you've you've severed all my ties. And this is not true. All of them. Yeah. That's, that is not true. It's not completely true. That's not true. There's some truth. Don't. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Because, the, well, the thing is, I was close to a lot of women. You close to a lot of exes. I kept a lot had of a female no company. Rule. Not all you of them ca- were exes. Not in your brain. What you mean? You don't consider Literally. everybody you fucked an ex. You said what? You don't consider everybody you've ever fucked an ex. No. Exactly. And anybody who's ever dated would say the same. Anybody ever fucked an ex. Because that list is long and all of a sudden you don't have no more girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> I could count on one hand how many girlfriends I had. And any of the women I had sex with would be like, oh, yeah, nah, I ain't date that nigga. I haven't it was told you just... to cut any of them off. What you mean? I haven't told you to cut any of them it, off. No, it's, it's, it's implied. You don't like me hanging out or before. It was, it was about, like, not being around women. Like, and, I, and I personally don't like putting myself in situations like that. And there's no need for a man in a relationship like how mine is, you know, because of what I'm trying to, like, do in my life to be hanging out all the time with, like, single women. You mean by, or you mean, like, by yourself? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't. So there's no... There's no relationship there. But you do. Except for random check-ins, which also is not <laughs> because that bothers you. So what I do instead is I check in on my niggas from time to time. I reach out to the girls who, like, I feel are safe in the moment while you're around. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> I just heard from so-and-so today. You or I'm, about crazy. To text so-and-so. I'm not crazy. I'm not saying you're crazy. You already said you're crazy multiple times. <sighs> I'm just adding context. Crazy. I made you crazy? You blaming me? To be fair, I the last person you was thinking about for a year just got badly cheated on. Remember, you came home, was like, we ain't talked to her in a minute? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
You it know, really, like, really I good. actually care about people who I cared about at one point. And that's because I have I have what I like to refer to as like I, I I'm a sap on some level. You are. He's Mr. Fixit, which is a problem for Mike. He sees somebody broken and a damsel and he needs to like That's not true. Be careful. It used to be I see that and I have to like exploit that. Now I you know, and then I grew up and was like, no, nah, I want to help somebody. I'm actually just trying to be a friend to somebody. And then things will happen and it wouldn't be my fault. I was just being friendly because I'm a nice guy. You mean things will happen like sex? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do But like <laughs> It wasn't no one my fault. I was just trying to like support you for a moment. Okay, best man. So, <laughs> what are your experiences kiss. about? <laughs> what are your experiences at this with level jealousy at point in my life? I don't. I don't get jealous. I am. I know what it is that I am to you. Uh, and plus, I kill anybody that try anything, Mikey, which is you know it's just the truth. Not a, it's this not is okay. on tape. It, um, I Mike, can't take it back at this point. Uh, we can edit it out. Okay, that's fine, but we won't. Jealousy for me now looks like, I don't know, like I ain't get enough of your time for a day. You know what I mean? Like I've been at work, you've been at work. Now we got to do some more stuff that ain't just, you know, QT. It's not just me and Utah. Mm-hmm. And be like, damn, I wish I had that. Um, but that's about it. And I get jealous of our dog. <sighs> I really was hoping you won't say that dumb <laughs> shit. Well, you got me the dog. What you I mean? did get you the dog. You love Groot. I love you? Yes. Why are you jealous of the puppy? Because you don't be screaming in a high-pitched voice while you rub my chin hair. Mikey, <laughs> he's a dog. I you know. are a man. We just said jealousy is not rational. Oh, my God. This shit ain't rational, but. So you real-life jealous of Groot? I'm not real-life jealous of Groot. It just be sometimes. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> yeah? No, I'm not. I love my dog. I love you. But I also would like high-pitched squealing and chin rubs when you come home from work like it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense you keep cutting your chin hair so there's nothing to rub look i'm gonna cut my hair soon and then all, you'll have nothing but beard exclusive i'm You're cutting right. my locks i He's will not be going into 2019 with hair that's what he said i'm going to cry you'll be all right no i'm going to cry you'll be all right. i'm gonna like weep i'm gonna go straight paul nurse with it and just go bald no you better not yep. scalp Baby, please don't go bald just a little skin your fade. Too big. Your dad's head a little smaller. You like my big head? Um, with the little hair, absolutely. <laughs> so <laughs> that's jealousy to us. Was that boring for y'all? Uh, I thought that was entertaining. I think it was funny to talk about, but I don't know. We're different in certain ways, and I'm sure that other people experience it in different ways. So anybody out there i guess our engagement this week is if you have had a jealous moment share that with us think about a time you were jealous did you confront the person did you fight did you say nothing did you communicate how did you compromise if there was a space to compromise let's put this hypothetical out there if there was a moment in the future where you started feeling jealousy towards something or someone would you express that to me me yeah yeah i think that we have i think that it's become really difficult for us one to lie to each other well i think we do really well when it comes because our surprises and certain things but things that affect us emotionally i think or at least it's difficult for me mm-hmm. to to hide from you um but i think i've done pretty well communicating with you it's hard for me though um to do so especially when i think it's crazy when i think it's irrational when i think i'm gonna have to like hear these words back out loud and realize that it was silly that's not always fun but you know Feel how you feel so you can let it go. That's that's where I am. What Got about it. you? Probably not. <laughs> You're not going to say nothing? I don't because because I recognize when something is irrational and doesn't make sense. Like, I don't want to. It's not that you would make me feel stupid or a little or small, but I would feel a kind of way if I was like, hey, babe, I ain't like the way that you did that or did this happen. And I could imagine like your face looking like, nigga, really? Because why wouldn't you? Because I have well, nothing to be jealous of i'd probably still say something well i think that we both are not even just just dealing with jealousy we both have realized that when you're telling somebody you're annoying or you hurt my feelings or you fucked up they're not gonna receive that like oh really that's great thank you for communicating (laughs) like you're gonna be pissed off that you pissed somebody off or that your attention wasn't seen so i think i know that i'm doing my best to try to let you have these human reactions to these human words i'm saying and vice versa and i would like hope you show the same grace and you tend to like you can't not tell someone something just because of how they may that's react. true and i mean you know i know this yeah and at this point in this relationship 
or just in how I communicate with people in general, it's not something that I can necessarily keep to myself. Like I have to talk or else I feel a type of way. Like, right. Or else the problem, if it continues, it's partially my fault. And you, it's not all on the right. other person because I ain't say shit either. Right. So I would have to speak up. But yeah, so I you tell would. you, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So the ultimate thing is jealousy happens. Still. But there's a way to express it. Yes. And love does not equal jealousy. No. But you can still feel jealous if you love somebody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you really don't get jealous? Of well, now, so I think you get jealous no. of like you don't get jealous of people. I think you get jealous of well, you've mentioned this before. Work, yeah, your like, work, like it's time. It's a time yeah. thing. We talked in the yeah, last episode time. about um, your love language. Love language, like like shit. You know, I would like some Randy time. I think your time is valuable. And looking back, that was one of the things that I had a problem with before. Yeah, I used to get your time. Yeah, and if your time is split between me and somebody else, that means that, oh, this other person is also important, or this other thing is other important, also important. Yeah, which is true. You know, work is also still important. And you actually spend more time with me than work. But that's not how you see it, which is why jealousy is irrational. Yeah. And it's be like, you know, you ain't got to work. Just Just be with me all day. Be with me all day. Because that'll benefit you and us. And it won't. It won't. Okay. I don't pay enough. That's fair. But that's... (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sick of you. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. You ready? Do you got one? Because yeah, he was about, to, y'all was about to give me his fight or flight. I'm like, no. Look, man, I don't like arguing with my lady. Yes, you do. I really don't. I don't like fighting you. I always want us to be on peaceful uh That's not true terms. at all. Because if that was the case, you what? wouldn't do half the shit you do. Like was, throwing darts at my wall. I did not throw darts at your wall. I threw it at the dartboard. And my aim was off. Poking holes all through the wall or through the chair. Just, you got you like acting like I'm just walking around with a dart and just stabbing the wall. That's, that's what it looked like. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> show everybody. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like you're doing. I know my truth. Uh, anyway, fight or flight. Yes. What is it? So, I love you. <sighs> Just say it, man. I love you, too. Now, this is not an attack, and I don't want you to take it as one. So, it's about to be. A little bit. Okay. You told me today, and you brought up multiple times over the course of this relationship, that you would like a hamper for dirty clothes. Not just dirty clothes, a basket for clothes. So you just like want a, a basket just for clothes. A basket for clothes. Got you. And you were talking about the cliche black basket that all families have. Yeah, with the holes in it, and you and, can and you can make uh-huh. a tent and fort. Got you. Kids do the yeah. What is the purpose of this basket? To hold the clothes when you don't feel like folding them, putting them up. Oh, so you just want to have like a pile of clothes, but in a, a basket, a trash so can, you can looking mo- thing. Not a trash can. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. I will. So what? So what's your beef? Well. Shit. My beef is <laughs> we purchased laundry bags, Mike, for the purpose of the putting dirty laundry thing. and clean. Cl- How is it not the same? Thing? It's it don't it don't have the same function. You can't just dump clothes in there. You got to hold the bag. It take a lot of work. <laughs> so so you don't want to do the work of putting dirty laundry in a bag or clean laundry put it in, in a, a basket. Bag. Put it in a basket. Or up or hanging it or folding it up to put it in the dresser. Are you still looking up a picture of this thing? Yeah. I, I know what it looks like. Okay. This is for me. Go ahead. So I'm wondering. I will, I will do this for you. If you can, because my beef right now is that you don't actually put clothes in any space yes and i don't believe that if i bought this hamper you would actually put the clothes in it i would this is exactly what i want 32 dollars 32 dollars one two three four five six randy for six why maybe we never have to put up clothes again just but- put it in the basket <laughs> <laughs> you have to put up just clothes put them in the basket they don't belong in baskets uh, this is what we bought dresses for oh oh you know how long it took me to put that shit together? What's shelf fight or flight? Put your clothes in one area and earn a basket. <laughs> you got dirty clothes on my side of the bed, your side of the bed, the foot of the bed. Them clothes and, on your side I, of the bed are your clothes. They, and they're clean. And you have your dirty clothes mixed in with what I set aside as my Babe, clean clothes. Why are hey. your clothes on the floor? You getting on me. Why are your clothes because on the floor? Because I didn't get to put them up yet. Oh, oh. They've been on the floor for two weeks. They have. And I ain't get to put them up but yet. But you coming for me. They're all in one area, which again is to, my point that I'm making here right now. you to earn a basket? Yes. I am earning a fucking basket. <laughs> I'm earning <laughs> You know what? I want my basket. My fight I've been asking you for this basket since we moved in together. I, I got to compromise, baby. You keep your stuff, dirty clothes in one area, clean clothes in one area, and I will get you a basket. Do it for one week. Okay. Yeah. When does week start? When this episode post? Yes. Did you just say yesterday? <laughs> so you already ain't making it. All right. 
Monday. 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 Okay. So between Monday to the next episode, if you can keep your dirty clothes and your clean clothes separate. They are separate. (laughs) So that way you don't have to. If you can just separate them and keep them away from my clothes. Mike. You will get the dirty clothes and all my clothes the are separate. Okay, they may be on the floor, uh-huh. but so are your clothes. Okay, <laughs> you know what? I'm tired. Are you? I am. See, Jill, you ain't the only one. <laughs> I'm tired of your shit. You tired of my shit? Please put your dirty clothes in one area. Okay. Okay, and you will get baskets. Okay. I am extending my hand. Randy is shaking my hand. Mm-hmm. A gentleman's agreement. Mm-hmm. Huzzah. Huzzah. So. Just call me Negro. That's the fight or flight. <laughs> that's your fight or flight? That's my fight or flight. Fine. Thank you. Six baskets. Amazon Prime. I didn't say six baskets. 32. Six baskets. I'll get you two. I don't want two. Okay. <sighs> PDA. You first, baby. Tell me why you love me. Mm. Damn. I love you because... I really wanted some fresh toasted. See, we day. edited it out, but there was a long pause oh, just now. There was. Uh-huh. And you got me some fresh toasted. That's not going to be a PDA. God damn it, Mikey. Come on, baby. Find something deep down. Why do you love me this week? Why do I love you this week? This week. I think that'll help us. We need to narrow it down. Yes. Why do I love you this week? I think you've just been very thoughtful. Did I Have I thought, thank you for that? I don't think so. I think you've been very thoughtful in your, like... Not just your words, because I know I've thanked you for that. But you've been very thoughtful in your actions. Like, I went downstairs, I found my two water bottles filled to the brim with water in the refrigerator. Because, you know, I like my cold water. And you just been very nice and thoughtful in your actions. The notes that you leave, the little post-it notes, the food you've been making. I don't know, babe. You've just been, like, making me feel like I'm a good person that deserves to be loved on. You are all of those things. And I really appreciate you because I know that you're tired and thoughtful things take, take like thought and you need, <laughs> and that is hard to do. And you, yes. you know, you've really been, you haven't been complaining about much and you just been, about much. you haven't been complaining about much I've outside of these clothes. Yeah. I had to, you forced me a segment in here for complaints. Like That's I the only said. thing I got. Like I said. Okay. So, Yeah. I just really appreciate you, babe. Like, I see I see you, and I recognize that you love me and that you are doing your best to make me feel loved, even though we are two years in, been together 10 years, and, you know, maybe you don't really have to. Maybe I should know. (laughs) (laughs) But you keep treating me like this is new, and we just started, and I really appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. I can't speak for everybody, but I think that's important. I think I should continue doing the stuff I had to do that got you. And then some. Or else, what's the point of, like, being with one person? I know. It'd be kind of lame. I don't want you feeling like you're missing out. So, yeah. You get the foot rubs. And, you know, I replace the toilet papers. and (laughs) We do need new tissues. And soap. We running out. Uh, So, yeah. I got you. Thank you. You're welcome. How about you? You. I'm thankful for something very recent. What did I do? We had been on a cleanse. (laughs) A cleanse. Oh. (laughs) I want to say it's been like a month and a half. And I walked in the house just now. And Randy is standing there, all black. My girl fine. With a corona in her hand. <laughs> it's like ice cold. I loved it. And you gave me this corona with the cap off. It was like here. And you thanked me. It'd be the small things, babe. And he was like, no. Nah. And I was like, drink the fucking drink. And I said, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> it's like, drink the beer. And I took two big ass gulps. And I was so happy. I got Heineken in the fridge that I still ain't got to touch it. I just, I really appreciate it because I have been coming back from work and, you know, like I'd be working days and I was like, I really want a beer, but I never go do it. Yeah. Because I'm trying to, you know, drink less. Yeah. And do better. But damn it if I ain't need a beer today. So thank you. I could feel it, babe. My spidey senses. You got spidey senses? Went off and I was like, get Nike a beer. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's end this off, baby. All right, so y'all, be sure to check out our website, blackmillennialmarriage.com. We are still on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts Podcast now. Yeah. So we're not on Google Play anymore. Oh, we're like, we are, but they're not updating because Google Play has a nif- different like podcast app, and it's Google Podcast. It's a whole different app. You download it in the App Store if you have an Android. They're a little extra, but... 
It's functional. I like it. Good. Um, but I also really like Castbox too, which is another downloadable app. So yeah, Android. add that too. If yeah. you have friends who you're trying to suggest it to, and they don't have iPhones, yeah, they got options. Yeah, and you can also listen to our episodes on our website from your phone or from your computer. Subscribe to our newsletter if you have not yet. Then you are way behind the times. Yeah, I know we said that we're gonna give everyone a gift this month, but that may be pushed back to next month. Because August is heavy with stuff. Yeah. So that's our My mother-in-law's graduating. My birthday. My wife's birthday. And we just got stuff happening in August. So, like, I think that's the best month to, like, celebrate. With everybody. Yeah. So So this month may just be one person. But, yeah. So next month, it will be everybody. But, yeah. 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 So follow us on social media. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, baby. Black Mill Maripod. Now, y'all, the Twitter still need help. If you want to run the Black Millennial Marriage Twitter, hit me up. No, you can't give that up. <laughs> Just speak, speak how you think. We, we got speak. like 55 followers. Which is a lot. Considering the fact that Mikey don't be on there after I, I have begged. I, and yeah. I, I've been trying. I don't have thoughts to share like that. Yes, you do. I, I do. I do be having some gems. I don't know how to tweet no more. Last time I tweeted was you like having some Twitter anxiety. Twenty twelve, my guy. Twitter like, anxiety. I do. You just gotta go bit. in there and not think. I'm telling you. If I do that, we are gonna get in trouble. We are gonna lose a following. Well, we'll gain some too. That's true. I don't think you want that. But all right, I'll just go and start. Just talking. be yourself. No problem. I know it's hard, especially online when. I mean, the concept of Twitter is still odd for me on my own personal Twitter mm-hmm. because I'm like, people think on here and they think, and they like real concise with these 280 characters. I don't know that I care that much about like the opinions of others. This is more so, and which is part of well, the no, problem. Well, no, not opinions. Just, I just be like, you really on here uninhibited. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's some stuff maybe you shouldn't tweet. And that's the stuff I tweet. Right. And that's the stuff that people like. So, you know, just I'm in try a relationship out. now. All my but tweets make sure now are, like, inspirational them. and, like, shitty. You can say that, but make sure you say it's you so that nobody thinks <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Done. Thank you again for listening, y'all. Mm. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I'm focused on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce, I'm sipping time.